0: And it's Katie, and this is a classically black podcast where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession, with trap beats playing in the background. Buenos dias, Delaney. You just to talk about
1: huh? Was I talking about Guten tag and wherever, <laughs> whatever, whatever? Uh, I don't know what Polish. What? Yeah, nor do I. You don't know how to say hello in Polish? You were just in Poland
0: no polish is hard
1: you couldn't even learn how to say hello or
0: thank I you i forgot i know okay i know thank you oh. because that's something that i figured like because when i was when i was there people would be like hi like it would be like they would say like some variation of hi like it can't mean nothing else that's true and then but like a formal greeting i have no idea polish is like freaking hard like i'm gonna need people to stop saying english is hard i know i know english is difficult but honestly english is, like english is hard Engl- i feel I'm like so glad english is my first language it's really really dumb <laughs> like i feel like i'm like, i've been meaning to look to look it up i feel like english like grammar and consistency is hard but man like polish it's like it's hard to you can say stuff in english to say stuff in polish with all the little the little things like it depends
1: i mean you could say the same thing there's probably sounds in english that don't exist in other languages that are people are like
0: what the heck that is true, but I think like languages to learn, it Polish got to be up there. It, it must be like I wanted to say thank you, Jenku Zhankuye, because it's like I do not be rude. Um, but a lot of people like in Poland speaks uh English, yeah. But uh, you were up in my DMs about what that place I went to last week talking about, whatever you You were saying. So, I don't what, even? what you were talking about, <laughs> I'm not gonna get into that. I don't want my business out here, but um. Yeah, Delaney's back in the country. Let it be okay. known.
1: Katie, act like I don't so I'm, I'm really sick of having this argument because I'm right. <laughs> like, okay. And it doesn't make any sense that you keep arguing this with me when you've been more places and more often than me. Like, period. That's just a fact. It's just a fact.
0: I, I don't argue that I've been more places. I'm just saying, I'm not getting flued out nowhere. Okay, Katie. <laughs> I'm saying. All right. Anyway she got news
1: distracted me the
0: news is I'm irritated and done with this podcast that's what the news is so okay well thanks for listening right. finally got our 10 minute episode in two minutes right so go ahead and do the outro thank you so much for listening to the last episode of Classically Black Podcast no need to follow us on social media because it's over and, and signing out accounts will be disabled <laughs> before the episode
1: even goes out <laughs> Right, imagine by the time you even get the chance to listen to this, our, our SoundCloud page is down. <laughs>
0: Error. Error 404 does not exist. Freaking take the take the page down before we even post the episode. <laughs> what <laughs> now? We yeah. make one of them U- Why I Love BuzzFeed, uh, YouTube on our separate channels. You imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Why I Love Classical Blackpop,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what not Cookmate. <laughs> oh uh, right <laughs> i just i need to explore my own options and first of all who's even
1: watching that? you know i feel like well, what's Sophia Safiya- people, people are nosy so they might want to be like yeah why they split up
0: i watched sophia's which why she loved buzzfeed yeah and i watched, I watched who was the um her name was like a michelle mm I watched hers. She wasn't interesting anyway. So it wasn't a lot. She really wasn't. She wasn't. Meanwhile, Quinta left and it's just, uh, she did she listen. make a video? She's just flourishing. She was like, you can mind your business. Right. So I left it because I'm popping without it. So. Right. And I'm I'm making them more money so I could just leave. So they should fend for themselves. Quinta, what the heck? <laughs> that don't make no sense what she got going on. That's crazy. Right.
1: Anyway, um, on this episode of Rich People Got Too Much Money to Waste, um, oh a, my God. Ra- a rare portrait of Mozart as a teenager is going to be on uh, sold at an auction on November twenty seventh for an estimated price of between eight hundred thousand to one point two million pounds.
0: Pounds, girl. So, that means millions of dollars?
1: Millions of dollars.
0: Meanwhile, can we take that same amount of money and give it to the people at Florence Price so we could at least look at the scores? <laughs> oh, we just want... I would give you 800 bands to look at it. We just want to look at it, sis. We don't even want to make no copies. We just want to know what y'all got down there. Please! <laughs> y'all spending money on the wrong things. Sell oh, this, p- A picture right. of a
1: teenage Mozart. And it's not even cute. He not
0: even cute. He wasn't cute. He looked weird.
1: I'm looking at the picture right now. And... Meanwhile, you can literally Google the picture. Why you gotta spend
0: millions of dollars on it? Try taking start on their friends at the country club. <laughs> but I'm gonna look up this picture because I want to see what the, the girls spending money on.
1: Girl, it's a third. It's a picture of thirteen year old Mozart. Not even a picture, a painting, obviously. Um, a painting of him. Um, honestly, that's all I was going for.
0: You know, I might. That's thing. a lot of money to me. Let me not defend No dead white guy But I'm just saying 1.2 million
1: pounds That's a lot
0: of money I get before like a, a relic of that Like it was probably Hanging up in his Meemaw's house where they find You know what Let me look it up 13 year old I don't know That's a lot of money But you know what I'm saying Like I feel like If we find a 13 year old Magical painting Of Michael Jackson That thing will be like 500 million dollars You know what I'm saying I don't think so You don't think so We got pictures
1: of, Because if anything I mean we have A bunch of pictures Of Of michael jackson you know so like i don't think yeah. it would go for that much money it depends on w- if it were like a lost like album or something i don't know but yeah.
0: like i'm looking at this picture right now he looked better when he was younger yeah. well okay <laughs> meanwhile why he ain't got enough candles why why is the other side of the, the painting dark don't pay for this sis. Don't waste your money. <laughs> this don't make sense. Who painted then why, this? Why he wearing the same thing he been wearing it every other um Right, see? The girls, what does the inscription say? Somebody somebody out here. Right. How, someone how from was, the hood made this. Right. I was just about to say, who who drew this up? Somebody's fifth grade art project. <laughs> the lighting don't even make sense. I wonder how they did these. Do they just paint the face and then like you get to leave? You gotta sit here the whole time.
1: Girl, I don't know.
0: But I mean in case you have that type of
1: money, they're selling it over in Paris in ten days, so
0: right. Yeah, they just people who person who gonna buy this, like they be they giving one point three million dollars to today five year old for spending money at the candy shop. So right. So Godspeed. I wouldn't want that in my house. For what?
1: For really? For what? That looking at you? Yeah, okay, I'm okay
0: and none of y'all or listen somebody somebody in somebody's team is gonna think that picture's gonna look real cute in that concert hall and let me tell you something sis don't do it we know your budgets are struggling now don't <laughs> don't do it put it in the hallway and let me i better not go down to uh chicago symphony hall and see that painting in there when y'all was just striking now okay don't, don't be ghetto and try to stunt okay Okay, stunting with
1: the with the freaking painting of Mozart.
0: Y'all was just striking. Go down to BSO and they got that down there. Listen. Because okay. y'all love to spend money on the wrong things. I'm just saying.
1: Ooh, Chile. God to whoever ends up with I'm not that. getting a job. Ain't no way at this point. I was like, yeah, I'm just waiting for her to stop.
0: <laughs> Ain't no way at this point.
1: Um. Well, in Good news of people spending their money in the right way. Um, Eastern Music Festival in Greensboro, North Carolina, has just received three donor dip. Uh, okay, three oh. donor gifts. <laughs> dipping? What? <for> dipping? <laughs> three donor gifts, uh, totaling one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Okay. Um, each uh multi-year gift is going to provide support for the festival and for young artist scholarships. Um. They're also anonymous donations, but, um, they're going to start, uh, they're going to start using the scholarships as soon as, the uh, 2020 festival. Um, and they have, um, a basically their, their program for merit and need-based scholarships provides more than $350,000 in annual scholarships. So this is really going to, um, help increase that so for those of y'all looking for a festival to hit up eastern music festival might have a little bit more money to go towards your education i did go there in 2018 it was lit um but yeah come on spending money on the right things for one right because you know usually for
0: once because mm, i already said my piece for the episode i already reached my capacity for this episode so go on anything else
1: you don't want to elaborate
0: on? <laughs> no, I do not actually. <laughs> um, okay,
1: um, and then lastly, <coughs> the Detroit Symphony Orchestra has uh, committed to providing a musical instrument to any Detroit student who wishes to learn how to play one um, in the K through twelve like public school system. <coughs> um, so they've created the first phase of funding this program that's going to uh, provide these instruments and they're currently looking for a project director to lead the next 18 months of planning before um, their program which is called Detroit Harmony officially launches so if you're looking for a job as a a project director just hop on over to Detroit hopefully you don't freeze to death and it <laughs> Yo. Was that last sphinx or the sphinx
0: before that? No,
1: it was. Last, it was earlier this year. Yeah, when we and we were deep in that freaking polar
0: vortex. What the heck
1: What the heck was that? <laughs> heck was that and the that was the pipes most. in the hotel. We're freezing and stuff.
0: Listen, I'm from the Midwest. I ain't never seen no. I'm from Chicago. It's cold. That like I've never seen no ghetto junk like that before. That was ridiculous. Like. Uh, <laughs> You can't even describe it. There there's no feeling. There's no way to describe the fact that like even when you go inside, you can't even like warm all the way up. It takes time. You get chill to your bone. I'm glad God just doing whatever. <laughs> he up there, like, you know what I've done in a while? Huh. And you know, Michael be like, huh. He'd be okay. like, It haven't been negative fifty in a minute. You'd be like, right, yup, yup. And then that's how it happened okay <laughs> oh all right that's it <laughs> okay so intermission this week um it's an intermission that we've had before but um since we both been traveling whoa, uh,
1: hold on i went one place you went what three
0: uh-uh you were in nashville Oh god, I don't. I mean, it counts, but I see. I just
1: meant... no no no, no I just mean You see right. how stuff don't I, be counted? I thought we were talking about abroad. I thought
0: we were talking about abroad. Right, and I too Nashville as far as it does internet, count. And I too, as far as internet as is concerned, have only been to one country this no, year No, well.
1: you've been to 3 in the past month.
0: Okay, but I won last week we not telling people, bro.
1: Okay? I'm not telling nobody where you went, but I know that you went
0: somewhere. <laughs> Listen. Anyway. Um so since we've both been traveling quite a bit, um no. Can you can I just the people are dying I, to know. I just want you to be honest. I'm being honest. Both since of us have traveled quite a bit. Between the two of us, yeah, but mostly on your side, sure. Yeah. Between the two of us, most of us have traveled. both of us have traveled you quite a know bit. No, you have traveled. Can we please I'm not on.
1: letting up on this until each other truth. <laughs> so we can stay here as long as we want. But you're not gonna have me out here. I just don't I hear- understand why it's so hard for you to admit
0: that. Yes, we have traveled quite a you bit. You have traveled quite a bit, Katie. We both have. Yes, you have. So when one travels, I'm not putting this episode. Up, if you don't, <laughs> <laughs> because the longer this goes, the more angry I'm getting. So <laughs> I don't understand why you're getting angry. I'm just. I don't understand why we can't just move on. We both have been because traveling. You will not be accurate. Like I just don't understand. I've been to a few more places in Delaney, yes. While one travels, just this month, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm happy with that. Let's go. Well, I haven't been anywhere in November. Oh, that one place. Let's see. While one travels, one might listen to music. So I just wanted to hear, um, give me a couple of the things that you have had on rotation. Like I know like a lot of times like you might let your playlist just go. Especially for me, y'all get into Spotify. Spotify is freaking like the thing. You can download everything. It got podcast, not sponsored. Hopefully one day. But like podcast is that joint. So let me know, Delaney, a couple of artists slash songs that you've had on repeat. Because sometimes you just let your playlist go, especially like if I'm on a plane, I just wanna close my eyes, but I don't wanna like have the lady in thirty six A, you know, snoring in my ear. I might put like just my music on the back burner just so it can be in the background. Like, what have you been listening to?
1: Um I feel like ever since ever since we met them, I've been listening to some Lewis York. Hmm. Um, so, Louis. Shout out to Louis York. <laughs> Shout out. Um, so, I've been listening to a couple songs by them. The first one I actually ever heard by them was Claire Huxtable, which is from a couple uh, years ago. Yeah, it's
0: late, but it's it's old, but it's like one of my favorite songs by them.
1: Um. So
0: that's one of them.
1: Um. Another one I've been listening to is from their most recent album that just came out last month. Um. It's called "Don't You Forget." It was a single from the album, but it's also on the album and another one from that album i've been listening to is teach me a song which is like has like a really really different sound which i've noticed with a lot of their a lot of their songs are very different like they just don't have, they don't have like just one sound even with yeah. the same song
0: mm-hmm. yeah even yeah even in the same song it's crazy yeah, yeah. so those are uh
1: mainly what i've been listening to also with some you know, some ratchets sl- sprinkled in some.
0: What you having sprinkled in? What, uh,
1: what?
0: <laughs> I said? What you for having sprinkled in? Um, uh,
1: some money by Cardi B.
0: Only uh, but goodie, yes. Right. Well, it's newie to me. <laughs> okay, not new Cause
1: <laughs> I didn't know that song. But yeah, that's um some of the baby.
0: um so on my end we can just start from there um I've been cooling on Cardi B actually I'm waiting for her to put out some new music or her people to put out new music for her whatever um and but I've been I've been on the baby heavily like I really um excuse me uh have been on the baby um i also have this oldie by drake i'm gonna play a little bit of it do you know this one uh and let's Is see how have any any uh, anything find, to
1: edit
0: out it might i don't know right now oh somebody
1: just had to stay in there
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's
1: see you, know a lot of girls. you just asked do i know this song Of course, I know this song. Really? Oh, listen. This song was wildly popular. This is like one of, I think, this is one of of Drake's most popular songs ever.
0: It is. Are you kidding? Like, I'm. I'm thinking about like this was his first hit. I think. Yolo wasn't his first hit.
1: I feel like best I ever had was oh and also if you there's a there's two versions of that song, I'm sure. So so, yeah, but this is the
0: explicit version. Mm, No, no, Um, no, no, (laughs) oh, lots of the F word. Um, but yeah, I've been diving into some of Drake's like earlier music. I don't know, uh, and then also a song that i've had on repeat is this really beautiful song by um victory it's called overjoyed i'm gonna play a little bit of it like i'm literally literally on repeat like like on repeat Okay. <laughs> what
1: are you overjoyed about the viola
0: time, let me not even Castle, love, love. This is Stevie Wonder's song. I really like
1: her. Um, what's it called?
0: Her version. I played this on the show
1: like a couple weeks ago. Have you? Yeah, you know, this is the song I told you if, if I have ever, ever got married. Oh, this the song? Be, this, yeah. Just, this is just a remake of Stevie Wonder's song.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love her rendition of it. And then, <clears throat> ooh, okay. And then, John Legend. I've been listening to a lot of John Legend, and that was before he was the sexiest man alive. um Rich, okay. Because I was listening to him in Poland. Mm. I mean, <sighs> girl, that's. It's like after people made him say, okay, I think John Legend's very attractive. However, after people compared him to Arthur, it kind of like changed the game for me. Yeah, okay. Like I, I don't know. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say. Sexiest up and call him man ugly.
1: alive is sh- quite the stretch. Did just Alba ever get it? Yeah, he does. Because when I so saw funny. that, I was like, you. I was like, <laughs> he's very talented.
0: <laughs> um, I'm trying to think, like Winston Duke is still alive.
1: Girl, I'm still alive. Shit, no, I'm okay. just kidding. I'm
0: just kidding. <laughs> John Legend is not ugly to me. I didn't. No, he's not ugly, but he's very far away from
1: the sexiest man alive.
0: Alive is what's it's alive is what's it's holding me up. Like maybe maybe if they did like top 100 sexiest people, sexiest men in America who are mm. famous, right. And living it. And live in LA. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I think if they did a hundred top one hundred um Sexiest men in, in America. Really? I feel like, yeah, I feel like you could make make that list. If
1: the first ninety nine were taken, sure.
0: And the one hundredth okay. died. <laughs> like, nah. I mean I I mean I, I personally disagree with you, cause but I mean obviously we have different tastes. I just feel like, well,
1: I mean, I guess I could name 99 people that are more attractive than him, so maybe.
0: Yeah, I don't know. And that play. are famous. I would, let me look at his Instagram. Yeah, I mean, obviously we have different tastes. I think he could do a top 100, period, in the country. It's the Arthur thing that through like he does right. he like looks like Arthur. He does
1: look like Arthur. And like they really Marcus should not ever have done animal, that
0: animal. So they really should not have done that. Oh well, well. Here we are. Okay. I'm ready to move on if you are. I guess so. Interesting. Okay, so um, this episode has a theme so since we've been traveling um and we've both gone abroad um let pull it up first since we've both been traveling we've both gone abroad and we both went abroad for musical reasons I thought it would be cool to talk about some takeaways that we had from these experiences so Delaney you can start can you tell me where did you go and why did you go let's start there
1: um, so, I just came back from Mexico City, um, I went, where did I go, the LFL is on tour in Mexico, so, um, well, now they're in London, but they were just in Mexico City, and I went there for a week to play with their youth orchestra, which they took 96 musicians from the youth orchestra, who played, some of us played four concerts, I played, um, two, that were um side by side with some musicians from the conservatorio nacional in mexico and then one that was just yola and then one that was side by side with la phil that's why i went what did y'all play um we played uh what did we play huapango um fuga con pajarillo um, on Number Two, um, Dance Baconal, Martislav, um and then Litoriadors from Carmen
0: Okay. Um, this is like old news, but in September at the end of September I went to Poznan, Poland, um, which is a college town. It's not a town. It's a college city, sure. Um, on the western side of Poland, like about three hours outside of Berlin, and I went to the International Viola Congress. So, <clears throat> the cool thing about the International Viola Congress is there's several chapters around the world, and each year they take turns host. A country takes turns hosting, um, the conference. So this year it was Poland, so I went there. Um, my reason for going was I gave a lecture recital on Adolphus Hale Stork, one of my favorite composers. Um, I played his piece Sanctum. It's a rhapsody for a viola and piano. And um, I talked about his life and his other works and also advocating for the programming of Black composers and their inclusion, especially talking more specifically about, like, who we champion as violas because violas love to ride Brahms and I give Brahms a hard time like Brahms is not trash I've never said he he was but I feel like violas give him way too much because Hill Stork like wrote so 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 many pieces for viola like maybe seven or eight and Brahms didn't write any because our um viola sonatas our clarinet sonatas and the only reason why he changed them to viola size was to make more money so um at his publisher's recommendation like he wasn't even his idea um so yeah talked about that had a great time and yeah so what was your favorite musical experience um in mexico city and talk talk about that elaborate about on that Mm. Uh,
1: my favorite experience was probably the la Phil side by side we played at the Auditorio Nacional, which is a huge venue, I think. I don't even remember. Somebody told me it was, like, 10,000 seats. That seems like a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that might not be accurate, but it was It was really, really big. Um, but, yeah, that was my favorite musical experience, probably for, like, obvious reasons. I was literally in the L.A. Field bass section with the heck. Yeah. Um, and it was cool i got to watch the second half they played a lot of like they played a lot of film stuff and do the came out with a lightsaber
0: it was cute how is it like playing in like in the section like are they do they be like oh you're you're just a student so like we're not gonna pay too much attention to you is it like you're a student so we gonna pay attention to you or like you know, you're a it's, colleague
1: it's just a regular it's like a regular orchestra rehearsal Like I talked to my stand partner a bit, but we're in rehearsal, so like it wasn't like too much conversation. But like in between pieces, it's like they just treat you normally, especially because they know I'm in college. Yeah,
0: that's what I mean. Like, what is what is normally like? Do they like like when you have your normal section, your normal stand partner at at Eastman? They not being like try to do it this way or like they don't they they don't look at you weird when you'd make a mistake or Mm -mm.
1: no they didn't do any of that it wasn't like a like a lesson or anything or like they weren't like hey do it this way also it was literally like it was a dress rehearsal and i mean i don't know what there was one other bass player that was in the side by side like from yola um but i don't know if they were talking to him about everything about anything but i was also like obviously on my on my p's and q's and if something was like out of place and I would fix it. So maybe if I had continued to, you know, be making mistakes then maybe that would have happened. But no, it was like it was just like a regular rehearsal. Like
0: any other um orchestra rehearsal you would be in. It
1: wasn't like no it wasn't weird.
0: Mm. Yes cause no, I don't think I've ever done a side by side. That's why I asked. Um Okay, well, I did a side by side, but that's different. I did a side by side like when I was like in fifth grade and I played with a high school. That's not a side by side. That's like we both lost in different ways. In different ways. <laughs> um. Okay, so my favorite musical experience actually did not happen in Poland, but um, happened in Berlin. Hmm. So I flew into Berlin right. because. I'm sorry. I said right. Keep going. I flew into Berlin because the way my stuff is set up, that's the easiest way for me to do things. I go where my plug can go. Um, So I flew into Berlin. So I spent a night in Berlin on on either on both sides of my trip. So Mm -hmm. um, when I got to Berlin, I was like, let me let me see the Berlin field talking about. You know, I'm like in Berlin. It's like. I didn't even like I didn't go to the Berlin Wall. I, I have to go back to Berlin because I literally saw nothing. I didn't see the wall. They got a tower. I didn't go there. I, but the first thing I was like, let me see the Berlin Field talking about. So I um I went on their website and they were playing my favorite symphony, Sibelius One. So I was like, this is fate. Like, I gotta go. I gotta I gotta go see what they're talking about. Um so I went to see the Berlin Field and it was um it was an amazing experience because Literally my entire mature musical career, I've been told that Berlin feels like the best orchestra in the world. Um, I don't know if that's still true. It probably is. I, I don't know. Other, other orchestras sound amazing as well, so I don't know if that's still true. However, I was told that the Berlin Phil is the best orchestra in the world. And I've heard this so many times. And uh, to finally, like, be in that hall, and I've watched so many YouTube videos, like, on that of that stage and like it was a huge deal when like Berlinfield did that thing where like you can buy live streams of their performances like they're that girl so when I was there it was like it was so cool and I sat behind the orchestra which is not the best sound I know but like I wanted to be like as close I wanted to be like in the experience and I had a really good time you know I was a little jet lagged so um some you know I might have missed a little bit here and there but um <laughs> but I didn't miss any of the symphony because I was like this is my freaking they play some Ravel I was like the devil is trying me on today like not okay. why on today <laughs> I was like why today um but and I, I was like why it sound like why is, why I don't know where I am and then I was like with the program because you gotta buy programs I was like are y'all strapped for cash for like every, like is it a program booklet? yeah it's a program oh, okay
1: okay i was about to say because they do that at the hollywood bowl too You've been, oh they the do the whole thing for the whole uh season but shit, it's like a dollar but like if it was like uh, program just for this concert i'm like
0: girl <laughs> nah it wasn't but that was just weird to me because i've never been in in a position where you where one has to buy a program like oh, okay. like even like okay if you want to do a a comparison like ravinia ravinia has the whole season booklet they they mail it to you for free if you call ravinia and be like can you mail me the season booklet like well they have that well they have it's it's a
1: version of that but it's like s- kind of skimmed down the one that you for because they for the hollywood bowl they'll send you the season thing like well you can get the program for every concert but the booklet in there it has like the bios and the you know okay like, yeah all of
0: that yeah but in the ravinia one if i'm not mistaken unless they've changed it when i used to work there like they have the bio the whole program thing They'll they have those and they have them around the park and these magazine things like yeah and I'm they
1: that you can get you can like there's like levels to it for the hollywood Bowl. oh like, okay. if you want See. it if you
0: want it to be extensive then you gotta pay for it no the extensive ones and the extensive ones they'll switch out so like it'll have like because like it, when the, in the height of the season like the height of the summer like they're the CSO performs like what, well, like five times a week. So they have like different. I don't know if it's that much, whatever three, but they have like the program keeps changing. So, like every mm-hmm. week they'll have a new booklet and they put them in these like magazine things and the ushers have them. You could grab them. So I was like, you gotta pay for the girl on my phone. Like I'm, I'm good. So I went on my phone. I was like, reveal. I was like, see, that's some, that third eye, um. But I had a really great time, and uh that was really cool for me. That was one of my favorite experiences. I mean my lecture went really well, which I was excited for because you know, I don't really it's it's not it's not for me to say I played well like some I gotta play really really, really good for me to be like, you know, I could've had did that like i'm just, i'm not it's it's a new feeling for me to be pleased with something that I've done, so that was like it was I didn't want to fumble the bag in poland like that's embarrassing um so that would probably be second runner-up close second but my favorite thing was the Berlin film um so what was your biggest musical takeaway uh from from your experiences in mexico um
1: my biggest takeaway was you don't never realize how much um like how much more you could be doing when you're playing until you're like in that environment with the people that like do the most like because when mm-hmm. i was in that when we started um playing in the in the la Phil uh rehearsal i was like the freaking energy in this bass section like i wasn't in. i was like i've literally never even i mean i've played with them before but it's been a very very long time and mm-hmm. i was just kind of like i don't even like that that level of energy was like not was like foreign to me Mm-hmm. like i was like i've never been in a in a, a section that that does that in that in that way like just everything was just super super powerful and i was just kind of like you you be thinking you playing that way and then you go somewhere and then that and you're like girl you that little that little whatever you was doing is nothing in comparison and i was Dang. like wow i was like wow and like but it was easy for me like i matched it you know, like, once I felt that, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, I mean, we out here, like.
0: Right, that's what we're <laughs> doing we doing, and we could do it. Right,
1: like, oh, well, <laughs> okay, here we go. Like, I think that was, like, a takeaway. Like, I feel like it's so easy, especially when you play an instrument. You're on your instrument every single day. It's like an extension of your body. Like, it's just normal for you to be playing it, and it's easy to get, like, just into your, like, okay, yeah, I'm playing my instrument again. Like Mm -hmm. it it just feels normal to you because that's the instrument you play every day but then you get into an environment where they're playing it differently and you're like oh I can like you know it's just not so so comfortable anymore so yeah I guess my takeaway is like I don't know like just don't like don't get too comfortable because like it can add so much more if you just like stay fresh stay on your P's and Q's like we, we are in rehearsal a lot but like Rehearsal is supposed to be... It's not just like, oh, we're rehearsing again. You know, you're supposed to match the right. energy you're going to put in the concert in the rehearsal. Right. Which I know that sounds like... Some people are probably like, you're not doing that, but don't blame me because not everybody does that. Right.
0: <laughs> right. Not Not even close, actually. Not even close. Um, one of my One of my musical takeaways from from my trip to poland was that nobody's perfect and i know that sounds like well duh but i feel like especially like for orchestral musicians and especially orchestral musicians like at the highest caliber like they um we we put them on a the pedestal I'm not gonna say we I put them on a the pedestal because it's like you are literally like top of your game like you literally like you're in the freaking like CSO like Girl. you realize what you have done like I don't think you get like what you have done like right and it's like I but it's annoying because it's like I hate when people act like that you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. but it's like that's the thing with like Joseph is like when he talks to us I'm like do you do you realize right. who you are Talking do like listen to your show? Why I'm like what you do, are you? <laughs> like do you realize? That, like you now? Are okay, it, you're you're famous. And then not only have you done the, it's like you, not only are you in that orchestra, like one of the top orchestras in the country in the world. Like does, does he realize? Right. <laughs> the top one. <laughs> it's like maybe I wonder if he realizes get up because like okay for me like when I went to Eastman I was like dang I really go to Eastman that's freaking crazy ain't it like. I wonder do he get up and be like, dang, I'm in I'm a Philadelphia orchestra. Like, do he realize and then on top of that, it's like, you what, you the top dog that I don't know. Right. And it's like you were that girl there. They're writing down your bones. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like Um, so I but at the same time, it's like he doesn't act like that. Cause I feel like if he acted like that, we would have a problem. Like, but you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. weird because like you know, whatever, that orchestra that came to work with our kids, I'm not going to say too much, um, that were, like, l- looking at our kids weird. I'm like, you forget this is hard to do. like, Right. So, and they were acting uppity. And I'm like, so there's a balance. However, nobody's perfect because they, <sighs> the Verlandfield fumbled the bag on the last note of of Sibelius. And I was like, <clears throat> It was just unexpected. It's like y'all didn't y'all didn't play that together, but y'all are y'all are you like you y'all are y'all like y'all are people people be like how do we sound like them? And I understand that like it wasn't like a huge thing because the last the last the first violence rolled the cord in the um at the end of Sibelius, but <clears throat> it was something <clears throat> it wasn't and like who are I to be like. Y'all did, it, y'all did it! like they'll be like girl you know what i'm saying like I, obviously it wasn't like this big thing but i was just like dang it's like y'all got to see y'all got here and and that happened you know it was crazy to me um but yeah that's my that was my biggest takeaway like dang y'all and i've heard people say like i like i said before like i have there's a violist that on my um in Chicago, like who lives down the block from me? Who's in the Chicago Symphony? And one day she was giving me a ride to a concert, and she was like, "Who you should have heard this piece last uh, earlier this week. It sounded a mess." I'm like, "I'm sure it did not sound a mess, girl." But you know,
1: probably right. Well, a
0: mess to them. A mess to them. Give me on my best day, thirty. Like, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> girl, if you don't drop me off at of this concert, let's ride in silence. Talk about it sounding a mess. I'm sure it did not. I mean, but also. I don't know. Maybe like my my seventeen year old ears would be like, "This sounds perfect," and like not my now ears would be like, "Oh, I can see what she's saying." Who knows? But but it still wouldn't be a mess. But it still
1: wouldn't be a mess. You know what a mess is? Yeah, it may be not concert ready.
0: Right. You know what? Do you know what a do you know what a mess is? If
1: you want to know what a mess is, go ahead and hack my laptop and get the videos from my recital. That's what a mess is.
0: Anyway, so. What um I said anyway, so I'm ready to move on <laughs> um last question, I guess, um if we must okay. is uh <laughs> do you have any overall takeaways from your trip like you don't have to be musical, just like it could be it could be whatever um
1: I think when okay, so I, I'm not somebody that likes to go out much, but I tried to when I was in Mexico. So I guess Okay Out of the town Period Who you going to Who's you dancing on Let's I get it really <laughs> The last night They went out The last night They went out But I was not With them Because I was Dead tired From editing That freaking Hellacious Put me on Episode That took Girl I would literally Put an all nighter To um, To finish that And then It almost uploaded Right at the time When I had to leave In the morning So then it was Just downhill from there But anyway so that's why I actually That's the reason why I didn't go out the last week.
0: <laughs> oh dang Um
1: yeah But it was fine Because I went Like I was out And there's some parts In <gasps> Mexico City That are really Really pretty Um I had my first Like Go to a bar Um And Can I say this Yeah I'm 21 Um
0: <laughs> Who bought you a drink What was his I name bought myself,
1: I bought myself Actually no Louder about bought it Because I didn't finish it Because I gave it to her <laughs> <laughs> because, oh my, okay, I, I don't like alcohol, like, I don't know who I was fooling, I don't like alcohol, so um, the drink itself would have been good if there was no alcohol in it.
0: Okay, what'd you get a margarita? Um,
1: no, nah, it was a, a prickly pear uh cocktail with pineapple juice, and that it was actually, good, yeah, it wasn't even like honestly, the initial taste was good, and then the alcohol
0: hit. Okay, what kind of alcohol was in it? Do you know, Mezcal. I'm asking y'all, no alcohol. I think that's I is think that tequila? That's tequila. girl. What's the problem? What? Yeah, if, you, if you said vodka, I'd be like, okay. But I don't drink, so like, yeah. Like,
1: if I don't, I don't drink, so alcohol, I really, really taste it. Yeah. Like, um. So I had it, and honestly, like, I, I, I tried two of my friends' other drinks. My friend, you know, Adriana, she was also at the festival. Mm-hmm. I tried her drink. She had some avocado drink. It actually wasn't bad. I avocado was a skeptical. yeah i was a little skeptical
0: i don't know what else was in it but well, like a it was what a, it was like a, a margarita with avocado in it? like i'm no, t- it, was a, to- it was a cocktail but uh, avocado the way avocado blend up it's like yeah i don't know how
1: but it was okay and then i tried loudest drink which was disgusting
0: a lot of like she probably got like she got some hibiscus something oh see you see but, okay hibiscus that's what jamaicans call sorrow and you know we're coming up to sorrow season i freaking hate sorrow. like i freaking hate that sorrow there's no, there is nothing you could do to hibiscus to make it taste good i don't care anybody See, on
1: that because like the thing with me and Adriana's drinks i thought it was like the initial taste was good but the alcohol ruined it her taste the initial taste and
0: alcohol taste was nasty girl so when I, I, don't I went blame back to you. my
1: drink after hers i was like oh i could do this i took three more sips i was like I, yeah i was wrong i can't do this
0: girl <laughs> hibiscus sorrow there's a there's a musician in there's a actor in Hamilton who's Jamaican he was on he was a black excellence and he was he was making sorrow you know he found sorrow he made this whole IG story about how good it is and da da, da and up up sorrow I dm'd him I was like yes I was <laughs> trash like you you gonna have to figure it out and he was okay. like he was like this conversation is over <laughs> <laughs> it, it is terrible and, and I'm gonna go and I have childhood memories because sorrow like what color was her drink red
1: um it was like I don't well first of all the bar was hella dark. I don't know what this was. Yeah. At, it was like kinda like a reddish brownish. I think so, it also had like
0: some burnt cinnamon in it or something. Like oh that. see, that's too much taro's already bitter. What's going on? Um <laughs> So i have childhood memories of my grandma having a big old vat of sorrow in her fridge right like multiple containers of it and i'm thinking okay gloria come through with the grape juice i pour me a big okay, old glass <laughs> like, i have memories of of this come through
1: with the grape juice
0: oh my god girl i'll blame you wow you really i'm traumatized traumatized by your yeah. story hibiscus so gave- cancel it
1: I gave my um, my drink to her because I literally, it was almost completely full so she paid for it. Um, really? Oh Yeah, All I took. I think I took a total of like four, maybe five sips. I couldn't do, like I was like I don't understand the concept of like forcing myself to drink something that I don't think is good with no, the don't expectation do it. that it's going to get better. Like I understand you, you develop like the more you drink alcohol, the less you're going to be able to taste it. Why would I continue to spend my money on drinks that I don't like just so that I can maybe like them better later? What?
0: <laughs> there's of people who don't like alcohol or you find what you like
1: but i've uh, just just the taste of like i feel like i've never had a, a, a type of alcohol like even
0: you'd be like surprised some they're... wines like you you'd be surprised there's some like, wine what? like uh what i had at the time uh i had i bought this like Moscato, like moscatoes can be on a range, but like if you don't really like wine, but you want to drink wine, like Moscato's a great. It's almost juice. Like it's it's very. It's like also certain cocktails to be one hundred percent juice. Okay. Also, certain I know you you have heightened to alcohol, but certain co- certain cocktails like you don't want to have because it, you want to taste no alcohol, and if you have problems with like control, it's like you it can very badly for you because it mm-hmm. like you don't even taste like it alcohol. It doesn't taste like al- alcohol, which so you, you just just keep, keep drinking with. it. Yeah. Because I've had a bunch
1: of, like, I've had, like, um, tasted a margarita and someone's like, I can't even taste that because it's only a teeny tiny bit. And I'm like, I even when things are cooked in alcohol, I can taste it. And it oh, see, girl,
0: good. I don't know. I mean, that's different. Because I feel like the, I remember reading something that the theory that alcohol is cooked out of something is, like, incorrect. Um,
1: and I'm like, I'm like buy a sandwich this beef brisket or whatever just t- it tastes like an alcohol sandwich. why? <laughs> okay and, like, and it's not and it's not strong but I, I it would just be better without it you know yeah like it's not strong but yeah, I think I'm cool on that it don't make no sense but um but I did go out and exp- and okay. explore a little bit um, we had some you know some street tacos my stomach was <gasps> but really? Um, yeah, I thought it was the water, cause, um, but like, no, the the water is fine, because I, mean, I mean you should not drink tap water when you're in Mexico. I and I didn't. I don't drink tap water in the U.S. either. So, but um, I had bottled water, and after that my stomach was like, oh, but they're really? like, it should. Yeah, but I don't. They said they don't think it's the water, even though I had the tacos way earlier and nothing happened, and I tried tacos al pastor for the first time, which is stupid, cause I live in L.A. And we have tacos. That was my favorite type of
0: tacos before I went vegan. Those are slept on. Um
1: and I tried I bought a bunch of candy that you can also buy in the US, so but I also tried um chilaquiles for the first time. They slapped. I don't know what that's chilaquiles are like um they're tortilla chips soaked in salsa with like oh, sour cream and, no they're not but they weren't soggy oh. it, it's really really good yeah that's like that got, messed
0: up immediately when i'm praying one that's
1: sounds like soggy dude. yeah i was skeptical too but and even louder was like these are the best chilaquitas i've ever had like and we got half and half half verde half Ro, um, roja and mm-hmm. it was funny because i ordered verde and she ordered roja and they were like oh we could do half and half for both of you and i was like okay bet um, but I got that with some chicken, some sour cream, it was dumb good, but yeah. So, I think one of my takeaways is like, I'm the type to be like, Yeah, I'm gonna stay at my hotel and see because, um, Netflix be having different stuff in different countries, so I'm gonna see what they talk about. Okay, <laughs> they do when I went to France, they had all kinds of stuff they don't got in the U.S., but
0: <laughs> girl, but still, like, <laughs> you go to a whole different country to not go out.
1: Okay, but I learned my lesson. I'm gonna go oh, out dear. now. I mean, I haven't been. I mean, I've only been to two other countries.
0: So, yeah, I think the only time I went, I went to a country and did not go out was when I returned back to Berlin. I was like, because I was gonna go to the Berlin Wall, and I was like, I am going to bed. Wait. Oh, at the end yeah, of your trip, I yeah. Say. That's that's the only time I was like, I literally can. Um, my takeaway from my trip was, uh, that. You shouldn't, like, go into a country with preconceived notions. I mean, you should go in with heightened awareness, especially when you're traveling alone. Also, have you noticed – I'm trying to figure out, is this, like, epidemic of black girls going missing? Is that because we have social media or is it getting worse? Do you know the data on that? Because remember, yeah. it's like – remember, it's like people after, – like, after the first black man got killed by police, it was like, it's an epidemic – it's like – uh it's an epidemic and it's like no it's always been happening but y'all yeah y'all haven't but it's like for this it's like so even with that stuff in the back of my mind like i go into any country with heightened sense of awareness but i went into poland i have a whole story on my blog if you want to check it out (laughs) shameless plug you want to read my story about what happened to this this raggedy black lady and me in berlin Can ready read on my blog figuring out katie.wordpress.com don't judge me for my url Judge your mama. Um okay. I went out by the domain after 24 posts. That's what I said. Um okay. <clears throat> but anyway, so I'm not gonna get into that. You can read about it. However, like I I was like, is Poland racist? Like I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be i already stick out, I'm traveling alone. Almost everywhere is racist e- Right. Literally everywhere. <laughs> like so honestly, literally I, everywhere. Okay. Um but Poland is racist. I'm going alone. Uh, i already stick out I'm, i was mad nervous like literally crippling fear which is foreign to me like literally i'll be i'll be i'll go anywhere like i went to new zealand by myself you know what i'm saying like but this time i was like i've heard things about this place i'm scared and i literally got there and i was like hello <laughs> like poland was honestly one of my favorite countries i've been to outside of jamaica period like i just had such an amazing time that the people are really hospitable Um people are super they were super nice to me make probably a lot of interest like why are you here um but um yeah and I should know better because I'm from Chicago and people are always like ain't Chicago dangerous like because like the numbers in Chicago for like shootings it's like ridiculous and it's like girl no it's not like you can you don't get shot at Millennium Park (laughs) like that's not a thing um and also same thing with jamaica jamaica is dangerous and it's like that's my country i go back there and it's not a problem like i don't know what y'all are talking about so i should have known better but also like
1: you know that's, i was that's some people that don't have common sense though because a lot of americans especially <laughs> going to other people's countries and mm-hmm. they'd be acting a fool and they think they could do the same that's why that boy that went mm-hmm. to north korea doing yep. all that mess came back dead because he, well, yeah they do all that so that's why people say places are dangerous i'm like no because you go up to other people's countries acting a fool think
0: you could do it anymore. right that's why it's dangerous
1: for you oh, exact for you <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's like you know i i validate my fear because i was alone and however i do realize that like i am from places and i'm affiliated with places that people think are dangerous and i know better so um definitely a big takeaway for me for poland was not to go in with preconceived notions or whatever um let us know if you've been abroad. We want to hear where y'all been, period. Where y'all been going? Who, who been buying y'all drinks? Who been... Nobody is doing anything in other countries but you, Katie. I literally do nothing in other countries. Well, well, well that's my choice, though. So. Anyway, who been... Who, who, been, by? who been Yeah, who been be taking y'all on
1: walks and stuff?
0: You are trash. Listen, it's almost 2020, delay We're going to leave that situation you can leave it and i <laughs> will pick i will pick it up and bring it on over the hump it's a also we're leaving we're leaving the decade as well i think we should leave that situation mm,
1: well i oh will
0: because what is I coming can. out what what is coming out of it delaney My there, it is. happiness about nothing because of, well, people don't know what we're talking about okay um let us know where you've been and we're moving on Right, to Black Excellence. Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. This week I'm talking about Oh, f- oh dear God. Oh, f- <laughs> wow. I practiced, okay? Don't sound like
1: it. Okay. That's me and my lesson. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: play, two, play two notes on Dear God. <laughs> <laughs> Offense, oh, Pet Pizza. And she is the first black woman to own and conduct an all-American orchestra. She's 27. She's an architect from Mabopin. If I'm saying that wrong, I'm sorry. South Africa. Um, she began playing an instrument when she was 12. Um, but she's always been around uh, music, classical music, because her grandfather was a trumpeter and an orchestral conductor. She started a youth choir in 2017 and has grown it she still has youth choir but has also grown in orchestra and like as of the date of the article which i will link um it's a 40-piece ensemble she did this as a way to give back to her community and she actually puts a lot of her own money into her ensemble um and she like helps the members of her ensemble like with fees for attending university for class different stuff so she's really like giving back to her community um she's a huge pride of south africa africa in general and um yeah shout out to you sis i will say <clears throat> this is amazing what she's doing but i think that one thing that i think classical classically black has done a good job of like c- cultivating a community
1: we to toot our own horn, toot-toot. however
0: <laughs> however we've cultivated that community in america and i feel like we just need to see what we can do moving forward to be a little bit more broader reaching Especially, we can, well, I mean, well, uh, well, especially like when with our, with our uh, brothers and sisters in Africa, because I watched an interview that she did with a news station in South Africa, and there were some things that like, if we were more connected, there, mm. th- there were some errors that if we were more connected wouldn't have happened. So like, Let's not to, see. not to drag her, like, obviously, like, I'm so proud of what she's done and everything that she especially like 27 you're an architect like and you're doing this on the side like you you right. work a nine to five and then you and a girl you drawing houses and junk like how, okay girl <laughs> but like not so not to drag her but like something she said was like she's like one of the few like one of two blacks in the world to conduct an orchestra and that's not yeah. true because she, she she mentioned roger cox i'm like yes roger, roger cox, cox in a bunch of but also a bunch of others like not to like who are like directors of that orchestra. So yes, Roger Cox, but also my girl in Memphis. I'm blanking on her name. Well, you right, have uh,
1: Kalina Bowell. I think is her name.
0: Yeah. You have uh, Michael Morgan out in right. California and in, in uh, San Francisco area.
1: Um, um, Who's who's the dude from Hollywood Bowl Orchestra? I'm blanking on his name.
0: I don't know who you're talking about, but see, that's another one. I don't even know. I didn't even think about yeah. him. Yeah you have he's you have just, John, jonathan rush he's assistant conductor right. of chicago Sinfon- Sinfonietta. so it's like who was it
1: who oh, i'm gonna google him because i think you might you might recognize his name we've talked about him briefly before um oh,
0: and then also the guy that we we that was black excellence a couple of of weeks ago just started an orchestra. this this guy he's like two he's, he's musical director of two orchestras he was a uh, black Excellence oh, thomas wilkins yeah no who's the guy that was uh no, but that's who i
1: was talking about sorry uh, but who was black excellence before
0: yeah he was he we were like how do you do you not sleep remember that because he he's music director of two orchestras oh um
1: he's right, he's right here, here.
0: parter yeah.
1: yeah yeah anthony parter um who's that other guy jonathan hayward
0: he's yeah see it there's a lot yeah. so there's a lot of this roger cox is not the only there's so especially like there's just so many of them <clears throat> and then another thing she said which i thought was a huge oversight was that her orchestra is the first orchestra for kind and i'm like so gateways like gateways and she said <clears throat> she researched it so i don't know what happened but gateways is like probably the biggest and then also Chike is a huge I mean Chi is closer to uses and then um the other one I'm not gonna say even though they're doing great things I'm not gonna say so and those are just the ones that um I You're know in the city
1: of you throw show Los Angeles predominantly black
0: yeah, okay if you want to talk just about, started another one in the South side of Chicago too yeah if you want to talk right so it's like I feel like we could do a better job of like just engaging around the world i don't know how we're gonna do that but i feel like we should we should try i, mean,
1: I feel like you'll be really good on taking the <coughs> lead on that considering how much you travel abroad
0: meanwhile you just came What was it yesterday came back yeah. um no it was Friday. this morning oh interesting so that's uh by excellence offense oh, pizza i will if she has an instagram I'll link, her. I'll link the article of this from the south african newspapers you can read more but she's doing great work she really is all right you got a piece of the week so we can get up out of here
1: okay um my piece this week is um samuel Coleridge taylor's okay nomads. okay um, period nomads. i we i um talk a lot I talk about black composers but to be honest like when we did that whole voting thing of is one of your favorite composers black whatever like I obviously still have a lot to learn about Black composers, so I was trying to find some something I could put on my recital. This nonette is for violin, viola, cello, bass, piano, I think oboe clarinet, bassoon and horn. Um yeah, but it's lit. It's like this huge um beautiful piece that I'm like, "Wow, y'all really I, when I heard it, I was like, y'all really putting these Black composers on the back burner for them same old same old same uh, old same white old. dudes. So like I just don't understand. Like this is like this music can stand up against all these other little octets y'all be playing. Like like hands down. I don't understand. So right, um I'm only gonna so that y'all can listen to it. It's really, really late. I would love to play it, but getting nine musicians in the same room in music school seems like the seventh circle of hell. So we gonna see. Honestly. <laughs> like five was already a challenge enough. So
0: like good luck. I might be trying to, like, good freaking look.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, y'all. All All right. Thank you for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, intermission suggestion, black excellence suggestion, email them to us at classicallyblackpodcast at gmail.com, and we will talk to you next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.